Today, This American Dice presents The Witch is Dead by Grant Howitt. Come. Just go ahead and come. It'll be hot. Oh, oops. Sorry, the script says come and join us for an adventure to bring a witch back from the dead. The problem today, kids, is that the witch is dead. Once upon a time, there was a kind and wise and beautiful witch who lived in the forest with her familiars, and her life was peaceful and happy until a fucking witch hunter broke into her cottage and dragged her out and fucking murdered her, and now she's dead. But if you get revenge and kill him and bring his eyes to her corpse within a week, she'll come back to life. Or so you've heard. Even if it doesn't work, at least he's dead. So you will play as a cute woodland animal, one of the witch's familiars. Each of you roll a d10 and tell me what you get. Is a duck an option, though? You're about to find out. Okay, so what, what we are is decided randomly? Yep. I got a number one. All right, Lee is one. He just wants to be Rock Dragon. Yeah, no, it's always number one, obviously. Yeah. I also got a one. Should I re-roll? Re-roll. I got a yeah. seven. There's only one Rock Dragon in this party. I got another one. Oh, uh -oh shit. That sounds like an 11 right. to me. Four. All right. And Alex, you said seven? Yeah. All right. All right, Lee is the fox. He has a Total clever fox. of two, a fierce of two, a sly of one, and a quick of one. Alex, you rolled... Uh, Wait, a, a fox doesn't have a sly, a sly of two? This is bullshit. He does not. Maybe you're not the, the brightest fox. There's a lot of uh, diversity across the species. Alex, you said seven, right? Don't bring your liberal agenda into this. Yeah, I got a seven. All right, you are a magpie. You've got a, a clever of two, a fierce of one, a sly of one, and a quick of two. And Austin, you are a spider. You've got a clever of two, a fierce of zero, a sly of three, and a quick of one. But what these traits cover, clever is interacting with humans or understanding them. Fierce is for scaring, dragging, pushing, carrying, biting, and scratching. Sly is for sneaking, stealing, and hiding. And quick is for outpacing, climbing, and evading. Now each of you roll 1d10 again. Got a 6. 4. Okay. I got a 10. All right. Each of you were taught one spell, one minor spell by the witch to help her out around the house or whatever it is she needed you to do. Lee, you can make flame. Uh, Alex, what did you roll again? Flame on. 4. Flame on. Alex, you can lock and unlock or open and close things. And Austin, sorry, what did you roll again? I got a 10. Austin, you can make a book read itself aloud. All right, so here are the rules. The burn that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's it's, uh, symbiosis yeah. right there. Wait, if he casts it on a book and then I burn the book, do we hear the book scream? Yeah, it's just going to be a horrible sound of the book dying in agony. And and the funny thing is, it's a book about pain management. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it was the only self-help book in this entire time period. 
Uh, all right. It's so here's the novelization the of our, our last game, The Hunt for the mm -hmm. Black Stallions. And uh, I said Book on Fire right when uh, you guys were stabbing that other book. Oh, I and forgot about that. The one that all the goats come out of, yeah. Yeah, that's a good game. All right, the rules are, when you try to do something, roll a d10 and add your most relevant trait. The GM tells you what number you need to equal or beat. If the task is dangerous, you gain a point of danger if you fail. If you ever roll equal to or under your danger, you're in serious trouble, like dead, trapped, lost, or captured. Using magic is always dangerous. You can lower your danger by solving or running away from your problems. Remember, most tasks that are normal to humans are really difficult for animals, unless they're broken down into smaller steps. You don't have opposable thumbs, and all you know of the human world is what the witch taught you. You can talk to each other and other animals of the same or similar species. Austin, roll me a d10. Actually, uh, yeah, no, Austin, roll me a d10. Alrighty. Seven. And roll one more time. Eight. Okay, the village is built around a wizarding college and full of hardy mining folk. Hmm. All right. Yeah. That's definitely a, a reasonable combination and not it, prone to any sort of class divisions of any kind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's exactly that. It's a real, um, there's like a, it's... <laughs> Uh, it's a real like Yale situation right next to like this like terrible just on the other side of the uh, this hill uh, is this like terrible like working class mining town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let me see if there's anything else here we need. Okay. I'm going to read you the very first scene and then you guys are going to take it away from there. You've each arrived at the cottage in the morning, as you usually do, only to find the witch dead. She's been bludgeoned, her head dashed against the side of her own cauldron, which has fallen over, emptying its usually bubbling contents onto her, searing her skin and staining her robes a gangrenous green. There's a sickly smell about her, like the perfumes she loved, but mixed with a combination of old viscera, rich soil, and a strong odor of fermented fruit. Her hands are a few long black hairs twined together in a circle. You know these belong to the town witch hunter, witch, witch hunter Senric, as you've heard the witch, whose name was Lark, complain about his barbarism to you many times as she watched him in her scrying mirror. I think the spider uh, is 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 coming into the cottage in the in the morning, and he's uh, he's he's groggy. Oh, he's so like, tell me, what were you? What is your normally your job as the spider who can make fire for the witch? Well, I can't make fire. I, I make the fire. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, the one who reads books aloud. I guess this is yes. explains itself. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my. Yeah, I think that normally she would have her her witch's book and she'd be busy brewing her potions. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, Spiderius, um, of course, mm -hmm, Spiderius would uh, normally hang over the pages of the book and turn the pages and uh, read them with her so she could be like, he would activate the magical book so it would be read as she would be casting these spells and going through these incantations and creating these brews that would normally be too complicated for her to be, you know, also reading a book while doing this. That's just too much. 
That makes sense. Yeah. You're you're the uh your equivalent of an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you so you arrive at the cottage. Yeah. And Spiderius has is arrives for uh in, in the in the morning or uh, yeah, and he arrives in the morning getting ready to to get back to a day of book book reading and he's cool, he's got a reading. Yeah, he's got a fly, and he unscrews the fly's head and drinks out of it like a cup of coffee. And he's like, ah, mm, ah really op- really is an eye-opener. All right. Let me just... What? And you see the scene that was described to you. Your your fair lady, uh, her brain's on the floor, and her, her, her uh, acrid dress smoking. And he's standing there on uh, four of his legs while two of his legs act like arms. And they're like, what is this? What is this? And like one one group is holding his head in grief and the other two are pointing down like, what? Why? And the other, then they're shrugging. He's got a lot of arms is the uh, is the joke. But he's so like, who, I can't believe this has happened. I can't believe it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Who comes in next to hear this lament? Don't make me introduce other familiars. No, yeah, I do it because uh, Alex doesn't realize he's on me yet. <laughs> See, the fox comes in. Yeah. Um, you yeah, both come in. So, uh, the fox, mm-hmm. does the fox have a name? Yes. What's the fox's name? Henry. Henry the fox comes in. And Henry, what was your job? What, what does she most often want you to do, seeing as you can make fire? Uh, reading books out loud. Just as like a natural like fox thing, you just learned. No, he he can't read the books. He just tries. Okay, so you were an aspirant to Spidarius's position, maybe. Yes, exactly. Okay. And Listen, you- kid, you've got talent, but it's you're gonna need to really bone up. Stay in your lane, Firefox. He just sort of like looks over Spidarius's shoulder and then repeats what he's saying, like a millisecond after he says it. Oh yeah, it's infuri- it's infuriating. <laughs> it's by Darius. Make some editorial changes. That's, that's not what it says, and you know it. And um, as you guys are arguing, as you were want to do, a- Alex is your magpie of a name. Patterson. Patterson the magpie flies in the open window. How do you react to the situation? Oh. Also, what was your job? Um, my job was to get reagents and and ingredients for the potion. The cauldron, lichens, moss, mushrooms—all manner of things that can be found in the woods. All right. I can't believe this so, has happened. She was so young, so beautiful, so full of children's blood. Does she still look young? No, she's dead. <laughs> she does. She looks the same as you always remembered her, just less alive. Man. And and her name was Angela. Her name was Lark. Lark. Yes, Angela Larksbury. Lark! Lark! Are are you okay? Lark! Lark remains motionless. uh, Patterson goes from jumping around her body from the head to the 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 ground around her. Lark! Sorry, go on. Drops some some uh, some lichen into on into her hand. <laughs> Why well, there's gotta be something we can do. There's gotta be hold on, the books. Look, quick, 
and Spiderius tries to scramble up to the bookshelf to see if there's perhaps any books that could help us in this endeavor. Unless yeah. we already know exactly what we need to do. Henry's like, yeah, the books. Yep, yep, yep. Oh. He like follows you. She, her favorite book. Sure. All right. Um, Alex, what was her favorite book? Uh, her favorite yeah. book was, um, Big. oh, it was it was the the hymns. It was a it was a book of minor hymns. Fifty and Shades Cursed. So it's a book of minor hymns called Fifty Shades Cursed. Yeah. All right, and you'd often hear you all three of you would hear her like reading from this book as she like uh, toiled over her bubbling cauldron. Oh, I love the song Can Canary glasses. in the Coal Mine. That was that was my favorite. Oh, that's big around this area. You've heard that tune before, given the region. Also, bear in mind, you, um, Lark was the only human that any of you had any sort of real contact with. She was the only mm. one who spoke to you, and she, along with the witch hunter Senric, are the only two human names you know. Mm. Senric? And, oh, and well, tongue. well, we've... And and again, Carl, that, that that spiel that you gave us in the beginning about his eyes, do we already know that? Is that already information we have? Or is yes. that so you so you know who Senric is because you've heard her complain like he's killed other witches, like her sisters in the wood before, and she's spied on him in the past, and she, you know that she hates him. And she's told you tales about how you can revive her and her kind by bringing the eyes of the one who killed her. Why, this must be Cedric's terrible deed. Oh, only someone as terrible as him, so far as what I've heard, could possibly have done this. Oh, oh, Lark. Oh, if only we were here, we could have done something. We could have helped you. Why did you send us away? Henry just starts howling, but like a fox. Oh, we have to find out where Senric is so we can get his eyes, apparently. That's what, yes, that's what she had said. Austin, what's the very, very brief rhyme that was in these books and that she had recited to you all before that tells you you need the eyes of the killer? The only way to revive a witch is find her hunter in a ditch. You need his eyes to make her well and get her soul right out of hell. That's the one. <laughs> you know it's I true because it rhymes. Uh, yeah, you know it's true because it rhymes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was written by Baron Rhymes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rhyme DMC. Yeah. We have to find Senric. Oh, hold Not on. Oh. Um. Oh. And he's oh, scuttering God. about, trying going over all these books, like running around them, trying to see which one could possibly help to find where this guy is. Now, you guys How have never actually... See... Sorry, go on. How did she see him in the mirror? She used her scrying mirror to look upon him and various other things of interest to her. Uh, oh, and you guys that. know, you've never actually been to this village, but you know which direction it's in because she has on occasion traveled there in disguise to, and come back with foods and various uh, foul-smelling supplies and various uh, witchy tools. Let's use the mirror. Let me go over to the mirror. Sure. So, let's see. 
who, which of you wants to try and use the mirror? And remember, anything involving using magic, including your individual skills, or in this case, a magic mirror, is dangerous. That sounds good. All right. I would say that sounds like a clever roll. So give me a d10, and this, say the, the uh, difficulty is a nine. Okay, I got a five. All right, sounds like you are not quite skilled enough to use this mirror. So let's see if you gain a point. All right, so you gain one point of danger. Uh, and uh, Alex, when Henry the Fox tries to use this mirror... Wait, can I describe how I try to use oh, it? Absolutely, you do it. Yeah, so I will um, maybe just pick up like the nearest... like. Uh, Maybe there's like a dagger or letter opener or like heavy potion or something like that. He sort of picks it up in his mouth, whips it around a few times, and then hurls it into the mirror, breaking it. Ah! <laughs> oh my the, God! The, the glass flies all over, and miraculously, somehow, it, none of it hits you, but like it makes almost like a fox-shaped pattern of glass shards all around where you are. I think it's working, guys. Hmm. Okay, so um, Henry just smashed this mirror to try to find where Senric is or to try to get a glimpse of Senric. Mm -hmm. um, so get good luck for our quest. Yes. Oh, yeah, oodles of good luck. Just raining yeah. down on you. Hmm. I think Spiderius then is going to head... Uh, yeah, like I said, he's been he's been going over these books and trying to figure out, is are there any of these books that could assist us in um, in finding this guy Senric? All right, so I'm going to say you you will need help to actually take out books and like open them, which I think between a fox and a magpie, you guys could probably manage if you want to help them out with this. But yeah, if you want to actually book. read any of these books, that will be a role based on your magic skill. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. well, I would obviously just go to the book that she uh was using last time i heard senric mentioned and just say like this is the one this is the one she was she was reading she okay. had me read to her last time she she mentioned his foul name his terrible name yeah here please help me take this down yes yes and he's dangling on a web right in front of it pointing with all four uh, all four of his arms okay so you take go ahead uh go ahead keep uh, um patterson will fly up there and grab the book Okay, what's what does this book look like, Alex? That makes it more grisly than the other books. Oh, it's they're all leather bound, but this one has a couple molars in the in it in the binders. Molars, molars teeth. Oh, molars. Yeah. Okay, so there's like human parts on this book. Uh, yeah, they're not animal parts. Oh, okay. yeah, that'd I mean, be disgusting. Yeah, be yeah, disgusting. that'd just be foul. Yeah. Okay, so you, uh, Patterson, the magpie flaps down with this gross book and you can flop it open and Spiderius, if you want to read from this book you'll have to make a roll yes 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 he wiggles himself down and rubs four of his arms together and heads down and goes alright all right. So the I difficulty for this will be uh, seven for basic since this is kind of your thing okay so I want to get below seven or above seven you want to get let me just confirm this pretty sure it's above 
I got yeah, a five. Equal or, equal or higher. Now, oh, when I you got add lower. your... Hold on. Uh, you would add your um, clever. So then I got a seven. Perfect. So you awesome. succeed. Okay. All right. So this book... Uh, did we name this book? This book is called uh, Hexes and Malefactions. Mm, and if you open to a page... This seems like a well-worn, like, crease. Page. Oh, yeah, hexes and malefactions. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, it seems to describe um, a process for hexing someone in a most vile, black, uh, and um, prescribed way. All right. And so, and again, this book is, like, reading itself. So Spiderius isn't reading the book. Instead, the book is is reading itself. The book is reading itself to you all. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to hex a guy who you don't like, you gotta cut off his foreskin at night. You gotta put it on a tree and nail it there. And then you gotta get a lock of his hair. You gotta bury the lock of his hair at night. It's like that kind of thing. That's exactly what it says. And you know, just like... I really like, hope he wasn't circumcised. <laughs> and you know from like extrapolating that like this part of the book goes on and on. And there are like all these different formulas for like how to hex someone. And, and that's how you hex awesome. him well. It's beautiful. I, I love that the books not only read them, but they sing themselves yeah. to you. Man, mm. you were... You were <laughs> a good companion for this. Um, so... <laughs> This is the book she would most often be reading from and was recently reading from whenever she would like complain about Senric to you. Why don't we find a hex to do with his hair and then use the hair? Like magic. Right. Like I did with the mirror. So I'm going to let you know just right off that that's a good line of thinking, but it's going to, the process to actually use any of these spells is way more complicated than any of you can manage. The problem with that, though, is that Henry's delusional. I mean, you're welcome to try anything you want. But Spidarius, for instance, would realize, like, oh, like, there was, like, a week long of, like, a Lark trying to put things together in her cauldron and, like, chanting weird things and, like, drawing pentagrams and mm. getting weird supplies from town anytime she mm. wanted to do magic. And I don't think we'll be... Her cauldron are currently, like, sprayed out on the floor. I don't think we'll be able to do this one. I think we're going to have to take another route to get there and get a... And get up, sweet, lovely lark back. I'd have to make, I'd have to make so many trips just to get one spell done. Who knows if, who knows if we'd even have time left once we got the spell done. And if his foreskin his isn't shiny like a piece of tin foil, you'll never be able to find it. Lark could always make their foreskin so shiny. Also, like Spiderius can read these words out of the book perfectly. But you don't know what foreskin or tinfoil is. And who knows what that is? Yeah. I assume they're both wicked parts of a witch hunter's weaponry. I know what both of them are, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> no. uh, well, um, all right. Perhaps hmm. we should take a sniff around and see if you uh, left anything else behind or uh, if we could follow his trail. Well, there is some of his hair in her hand right there. So you, that hair does match up with what you've seen of Senric 
in her scrying mirror. It's long and black. I think that's his hair. Do we know uh, any other witches? I think that's his foreskin. Hmm, you're right. Uh, to your question, Patterson, uh, you have... Sure, yeah, you've seen her um, commune from time to time with others that look like her uh, in the woods, chanting, uh, shedding their second human skins, raising their arms to the skies. You could even swear you've seen some of them fly like you, but you don't know where they live. Mm. Second human skins being clothes. Ah, yes. Uh. Not Second fourth. skin, and then we have third skin, and four skin, <laughs> five and skin. Yes, four skin must be that big jacket they wear sometimes. Yes, when it's, it's raining. Uh, it's all coming together. Thank you, Patterson. Yes. All right. We've worked this out. All right, so we've got his foreskin right here. And Spidarius pulls on the, on the hair like, yes, we've got it. Now, to get it nailed to a tree. But I don't know if we'll be able to complete. Perhaps there's a simpler mm. version of this. I could I could stuff it into a tree, Spiderius. I can get up there. Hmm. But we're trying to get his eyes. We don't want to just hex him. So, hmm. also, I'm not fully aware of what a hex does. It hmm. might give us his eyes, although it might just make more foreskins. And he's he throws the hair around his uh, neck like a shawl. Huh. Was there any sign of a... Uh, I'm going to... Patterson's going to fly around the hut and see if there was any sign of a horse or any tracks that were left. So, so looking around from a bird's eye view, uh, you don't see horse uh, hoof prints, uh, but mm. you do see large tracks that are quite fresh leading back in the direction of the town. Uh, and you see like a well-trod sort of path the witch would take because she knew sort of these more secret forest ways. That's not on the main, the closest thing to a main road in the vicinity. Uh, and of course, that's well-traveled. Uh, and it looks like she even traveled it very recently. But the tracks leading away that are unfamiliar to you look like a large um, a large boot. Oh. Hark! Hark! We have fresh tracks. The mur The killer... The murderous Senric left behind fresh tracks leading straight back to the town. Spidarius mm. and Henry, we should go to town. Oh, that sounds pretty interesting to me. I've never been to town. And you look and Spidarius has um, tried to take this hair and kind of drape it over his, over his uh, uh, spider shoulders like a bandolier. Never been to town at all. In fact, I've never really left this witch hut. I've kind of just gone from the rafters area to down here, and then kind of sometimes up on the in the roof. Uh, so yes, those two places. Is How it is, is it one of those? How big Spiderius, is How did you not see her murdered? I. I'm not going to lie. If it doesn't happen in my web or while I'm on the clock, uh, it's it might as well happen in a whole... Well, let's just say that town, which I've never been to. Maybe Spiderius killed her. Oh, what how, color are the hairs? How dare you? Why, the hairs are, are black and flaxen, and they mm. smell of almonds. Well, those don't sound like your hairs, Spiderius, so I know you didn't do it. It's true. I'm, I'm a strawberry blonde. 
How big is Spider's? 16 feet tall. 16 uh, spider feet. Yeah, but it's 16 spider feet. <laughs> as big as as big as Carl's goatee. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm imagining he's on, he's somewhere between the size of like a like a box of matches and a and like a playing card. So like probably more on the box of matches end of things. So not like a giant tarantula looking spider, but Okay. Box of matches. All right, Spiderius. Henry. Should we should we go to town and see if we can find the black-haired human, Senric? Yeah, let's go to town on this guy. Yes. I agree. All right. All right. So, first question. Spiderius is a spider. If he tried to get to town by himself, you'd probably spend the entire week just doing that. I would simply extrude some of my web and, and Charlotte's children myself over there, perhaps. But a better way might be for one of you gentlemen to carry me, as that would be uh, much more, well, a lot faster. I can make a little harness out of my own web to go around your neck or back. So who's going to be traveling with Spidarius? Patterson. Okay. okay. All right. So he'll sort of like attach himself to, he'll sit in Patterson's neck, I assume. And will you guys be sort of like, you'll be flying over Henry, sort of like staying as a unit, I assume? Total unit. Mm -hmm. Absolute Sp unit. Spiderius has never been up this high. Um, he is vomiting uncontrollably. It's <laughs> dangerous work for a spider. Your oh digestive tract isn't supposed to work that way. Oh, there goes all the bugs, I, the aphids I ate earlier. <laughs> all right. So you guys head towards the village or the town or whatever you want to call it. They and, were a, um, a fit for a king. Oh, don't make me laugh. Spiderious. You're making it worse. <laughs> so the town isn't too far away. Uh, with, with the swiftness of the fox and the flying of the magpie, it takes you maybe like half a day to get there. And as you approach, the first thing you see from the distance is this large, almost impossibly large spire that comes up first in the horizon. And it looks completely different from the rest of the town. Uh, it's it's shimmering in the in the afternoon sun, almost sparkling like a like a clear lake would to you. And um, there are flags flying from it, or rather long, colorful pieces of cloth. And as you approach the town, you see that the rest of the town doesn't really seem to match up. Like it's got um, there's a lot of like low squat buildings. There's, there's black fires coming out of many of them from like holes in their roofs. Um, and there's no wall around the town, but it's got a couple of guard towers here and there. Or I got, I guess, be careful about this. There's a couple of like um, taller buildings on stilts with uh, burly-looking people standing in them, watching, looking around. Why there must be one hell of a witch that lives in that witch hut. <laughs> Henry will take one look at the tower and be like, that's the biggest foreskin I've ever seen. <laughs> so as you guys get pro uh, approach closer, uh, you can start to hear like the bustle of this place. And you've never heard, I mean, not, not by any stretch, this many voices. And you can't understand what they're saying, but they run the gamut of like high-pitched, low-pitched, uh, frazzled, yelling. It like, seems like they're yelling. Some of them seem like upset. And as you approach the outskirts of this place, uh, what you come across is a lot of like relatively brightly colored um, 
pieces of cloth over like large stalls with people standing in them uh, and a whole bunch of bustle in this area. And you smell uh, fruits and grains and you see like various things that Lark used to eat around there. Uh, and there are little kids running back and forth as you get. And that's, and that's what she would eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The kids. We see the kids running back and yeah, forth. Her primary source of sustenance. Oh, Lark would um, love this place. Oh God. And coming and going from here, you would see uh, uh, burly-looking human men uh, with like soot, like soot on their faces, uh, grumpily, like taking supplies and coming and going. Could we, and and Senric, um, sorry, Lark could understand us, right? You could speak with her. Lark could understand all of you, and you could understand her. Yes. Okay. Great. Oh, she was the only one who understood us. <laughs> oh God. We just need to find someone else who can point us to Senric. Or maybe just go to that market, see if we can smell out some good stuff. It's not a bad idea. Either of those ideas. And obviously I'm choosing the one that's the best. Or the one you heard most recently. So what'll it be? What are you guys thinking of doing at this, as you call it, market? Let's, let's take a look at the market. Maybe we'll find someone there who we can who can point us to Senric or who's seen him. Okay. Senric will probably follow the smell of chickens. So we should, we should probably follow that too. Smell of every fucking chicken in this place, perhaps. <laughs> so, all right, you guys sort of approach this market and uh, Patterson. Wait, hold on one second. Can we, like, if I smell the hair, can I track him that way? That's Using a good question. My, my skill of some kind. You could absolutely try it. Uh, that would be... I think it's clever. Hmm. I, can't see what else it would... I can't see what else it would be. So go for it. And I would say that's a difficulty eight. Oh, Jesus. You're raping us with these difficulties. Eight to track a guy, but it's... Okay, I got an eight. Yeah, six plus two. All right. So... In your Henry... face, Carl. In your face. Okay, so Henry... Um... Having smelled these, this like lock of hair that Spidarius mm -hmm. is is wearing, uh, you come up to the edge of the nearest stall and you sniff around, and you do catch a whiff. And um, Austin, what what sort of smell does uh, does Senric have? Like, what does he smell like? Oh, Senric smells like um, well worn shoe leather and rosemary. It's delightful. Okay, yeah, you, you can definitely identify rosemary and and yeah, leather, rosemary and leather. Uh, and you can smell that he was at this stall. The stall smells like apples, and you can tell that it's leading off. Um, it's leading off in the direction of the spire, like deeper into this town. Oh well, then he'll be like, um, "Follow me, friends. I picked up the scent." Oh, excellent. Yes. Exciting. Walking around proud, proudly, swishing his tail, nose up in the air, trying to detect the, the faintest whiff. Mm. So at, as you're We're on the trail of that foreskin for sure. Yes. <laughs> so uh, as you are like sort of united in purpose and making your way from this stall, uh, you see a, a man sort of doesn't seem quite steady on his feet. And he's holding... Um, what looks like one of the, the potion bottles that Lark would so often employ in her uh, witchcraft. 
And as he's stumbling about, he catches sight of Henry, and he, he you hear him, like you see him, like stop where he's standing and point at you, and start gesticulating, and he starts making these these foul noises, sort of like grunts. Uh, you can't understand what he's saying, of course, being a fox. But he like picks up a rock and he throws it at you. I'll try to run away from him. All right, roll uh, your uh, quick. We're being hexed. We're oh, being no. hexed. Go. You won't get my foreskin. I rolled a ten. Oh, nailed it. Okay, so yeah, you definitely avoid this rock. Maybe even have time to look back at him with disdain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably at him. Yeah. And so you have no problem at all at pacing this guy. I mean, neither does Patterson, obviously, being in the sky. But he like sort of half like sort of half stumbles after you as you go, like pointing and shouting at you and trying to like find other rocks, but there aren't any. He like goes to reach for one of the apples from the stand, and then the merchant, who, the merchant who's got his eyes on him, just like slaps him down. It's like just like says something like curt to him. By Darius, do you see him? I don't. I don't know. That doesn't. That doesn't look like Senric to me. We've seen a picture of him in the mirror. Oh, and that. Why that man has gorgeous, gorgeous blonde hair. That's as, as curly as I've ever seen. Oh, the guy you just ran from. Yeah, he has like a, long brown hair. Yes. All right. So, okay. Are you guys? So, what's your plan? Are you just going like straight? wherever your Henry's nose takes you, or are you trying to like go through yeah, like, we're alleys? Go straight to Senric, kill him, game over, yeah. done. Uh, All right, so you're going to roll Investigate a Mystery. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the deadliest we're just gonna rolls. We're just going to bust in there and shoot Senric. Yeah, but we're going <laughs> to we're gonna roll it 10 times. <laughs> we're going to roll this until we find out where he lives. All right, so Patterson, you can see that the direction Henry is taking you guys uh, Patterson and Spidarius actually can see that the direction that they're taking you is a, an, a, um, a slightly less populated area, and it's got a lot more of these sort of squat structures with smoke coming out of them, uh, and they're tightly packed. They don't look anything like the um, Lark's Cottage, which is sort of peaceful and tranquil and made out of like uh, things endemic to the surroundings. These look like. Um, shoddy wood put together and it smells strongly in there and it's and it's uh it's actually quite hard to see from where you are because of all the smoke rising up this place and, seems terrible it's it the, the, the stench is when she would it would smell as as those days where she would get a particularly hairy child to eat and burn off this the hair so uh. if if you fly into this area it's going to be hard for you to sort of keep tabs of henry on the ground she she loved her children to be hairless. That's how she liked them, Spiderius. Uh, I I have to assume that's what was going on in the other room. We never really saw it. We just kind of conjectured. Hmm. Humans are so funny. They have no hair, no feathers. They have to put on their second skin before they go outside. And here we are, here we are looking for the fourth skin. All right. So what's your plan? Are you interested in trying to like fly through this and sort of hope you can keep tabs on Henry? Or are you guys going to try and uh, approach this any other way? Um, well, it looks like there's a lot of people here. 
how are we going to and and look there's there's a couple over there with black hair is that Senric? sure yeah you see like a couple it's like um a swarthy man and his equally swarthy plump wife um uh down next to one of these black hair that looks like this uh foreskin about this long and he measures out the whole uh hair a handsome man like that might be plump now i mean and, and happily married with a plump wife look how beautiful they are our whole our whole I aesthetic of beauty is in this day and age is very different and and plum people are actually quite beautiful if I could remind you Spidarius I remember hearing Locke describe plump children as delicious morsels I don't remember her ever describing them as beautiful oh she did say my pretties now and again but that was a different context completely so clearly we're looking for something different as you guys are talking forced into the forest because she was too thin to be betrothed if I recall correctly as you guys are talking to each other circling over this uh, this gaggle of humans uh, you, you notice that one of the kids has noticed you circling overhead and he's holding out a hand with what looks like delicious seed to you and, and smells like delicious seed to you and he's like holding it up and all the kids are looking up at you expectantly hark seed and um, Patterson will dive down to the seed. So as you dive down towards this seed that's being held out to you by these small people, uh, and you like go for the seed, the other kids all try and jump on you and grab you. And they're like, la- they seem to Let- be like making like happy noises. They're like laughing and giggling. Hark! They mean to do us harm. Spidarius, brace yourself. And Patterson will. <gasps> He's going to pull four Gs as he goes back up. All right, so you're trying to... It sounds like a quick roll. Mm-hmm. When you look the next time, Spidarius has put on, like, aviator goggles, but on all eight of his eyes, and he's got the web, and he's, like, holding on, going, like, hold together! Hold together! All right, I so got us into a bit of a hairy situation here. So I got a nine. both of you, actually, uh, you, you got a nine here quick, and Spidarius, you roll... Um, Oh, that's without oh, my modifier too. So I got a. You knocked it out 11. of the park. You yeah. roll your fierce. Ugh. I got a four. Okay, so Patterson, you're able to pull up with your four Gs, no problem. Like you're you're well accustomed to getting at it when the the food isn't so isn't so free anymore. But Spidarius, you fall off the side of Patterson. No. All right. So the kids. Um, Can I perhaps have a web parachute that helps me glide down? Oh yeah, like whatever it takes for you to get down there safe and sound. That's what you did. You can even Henry! Spider-Man. Let's wait for Henry to get back. Yeah. There he is. All right. So yeah, you 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 fall off, Patterson. You're unharmed. But you know that at least one of the children has noticed this. And how big did you say you were again? Um, like the size of a uh, book of matches. I feel like that's that's fairly large for a spider. Sure. I think uh, that's... Yeah. Henry! All right, so one of the kids sees you and with a look of disgust starts coming at you. And he's holding like a... Uh, he's holding his like battered and worn sandal. Patterson <laughs> And he's trying to scramble away to get away from this kid. Patterson will dive bomb the kid 
the back of the kid's head. All right, let's see if uh, Spider-Aris' roll works. Go ahead and roll your quick, I think. Makes sense. I am trying to get away from this child. I rolled a three total. Yeah. What's your I'm quick? I'm crushed. My, my quick is one. Oh, and I okay. rolled a two. So you add one to your danger. Ooh. And how does this not go too well for you? All right. So he comes up and he goes to whack me with this thing. And uh, I just get out of the way. And um, I'm now like, if you've ever hit a bug and then it's like, it doesn't get killed, but it's now on the thing you're trying to hit it with. And so I'm like holding on to this sandal, like, like somebody riding like a crazy bull in a, like a mechanical bull type deal. Okay. Well, Patterson and Henry, you both see this predicament Spidarius is in. And this kid's like trying to shake you off and like freaking out and like starting to cry as like, you're like closer to her thumb than she envisioned this going. You think you're upset, kid? I'm about to barf. You're too close to all of my thumbs. Yeah. I try to like run by him and maybe like flick my tail so that uh, um, Spidarius can grab on. Nice. That sounds like a uh... quick, maybe. Yeah, go for it. I'll Wait. say it's a basic seven. Oh, okay, I got an eight. Nice. All right. So describe like the deftness with which this works. Hmm. I guess just he, he sees, uh, hears Spiderius yelling and just runs over and like flicks his uh, tail at the kid's sandal. I guess you're just hightailing it out of there? Yes. Yeah, when it, he comes over and he whacks his tail and the kid's like, Meh! and Spiderius just goes like, oh, oh, thank God! And he grabs onto the tip of uh, Henry's tail and he's fluttering like he's got two of his arms are holding onto the tail and then his other legs are like flopping in the background. Nice. All right. So you guys managed to gather. And, you know, as you were leaving, um, Patterson, like, as, as you sort of, like, note that they, they've made it out of there, you can see that, like, stumbling up behind uh, behind this kid is that drunk from earlier in the market. And he's, like, gesticulating still and, like, pointing off in the direction, like, that, that uh, Henry and Spidarius went and the mother's shooing him away. But he's, like, trying to, like, like throwing his hands up and down and, like, there's liquid spilling out of his cup, and the girl starts to cry even harder. All right, what's you guys' plan now? Just keep following that scent. All mm. right. So, you're following this scent, and uh, what, Alex, as you get into sort of a nicer area of town, not that you would know what that is as the animal, but as human Alex... What sort of makes a difference between the, the area you were just in and like the the nice quarter? What's different about it? There's a lot less human shit in the streets. <laughs> so it's um, an improvement. Yeah, there's more. Um, there's actually some plants, and oh, so like the, green. Okay. Yeah, they have like, you know, where we live, there's plants everywhere, but here. There's a remarkable lack of plants and just uh, these squat little huts with fires burning from them and smoke. And uh, the nicer area also goes uphill, and it seems like maybe all the shit slides downhill into the 
into the squat town. Yeah, you know what? Right. I, I, I think, I think you're right. I think as we look by, there's just a uh, kind of a little gully of. Uh, there's like a gully with some trash on it, and Spiderius looks, and there's a there's a rat on the trash, like floating down the down the river, and maybe we could talk to this rat. Well, let's see. I don't I think so. Fox is closest to the rat. Yeah, none of you are the rat species, okay. but yeah, let's say uh, one of you, whoever's closest, can make a clever roll and give it a try. So I, I guess that would be the fox. Okay. I get a total of a five. And the, his entreaties will sound something like this. Listen here, you shit heel. <laughs> you dirty fucking rat scum. Uh, uh, okay. We need to know about things. So, so tell us. Okay, and you said this was a rat, like what, like floating down the river? Is that it? Yeah, I imagine it's a uh, it's a rat on just like a piece of garbage, and it's floating down into like a in a drain. Not even a, not even a river, like a uh, like a drain that's going downhill. So like like literally, it's floating on trash, going downhill towards the 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 crappier part of town. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah, all right. I mean, the rat will just look at you with like sort of a puzzled expression on his face. It just keeps floating by. I know magic. Tell me about the foreskin. Yeah, and he's like almost out of like earshot now. He's just staring back at you, uh, his hands together around like his his trash prize that he's holding. Yeah, it's my so He's gone. He was six steps ahead of us. Yeah. So looking around. Um, you notice that uh, of the humans walking by, uh, none of them have that sort of like soot on their face anymore. Their clothes don't, they don't smell nearly as badly. Um, and it still seems like there's a lot of them sort of hanging around and talking to each other outside of like more better built homes. Well, some of them are even made out of stone. Uh, there are like these wooden boards hanging in front of several of them with colorful things on them, like symbols and pictures. Uh, like one of them has like a symbol for like a bottle like that you recognize that Lark Lark would have many of these bottles. Uh, there's a symbol with um, like a like one of those rats that you just saw uh, like on the thing. Uh, there's a symbol for um, like a tankard like the drunkard was carrying, and and so on and so forth. Um, you should find whichever one has a witch hunter on it. Yes. Like a- Oh, okay. What do you? Okay, so yeah, you can spend some time looking around here. Obviously, a witch hunter, a sign for a witch hunter, would have an incredibly handsome man with a long, beautiful flaxen black foreskin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you're looking for like a picture of a beautiful man with a long flaxen foreskin. Uh, Lee, what sort of sign do you think would most resemble that? I guess um, long flowing brown hair and then maybe like a guy holding a sword or something. Okay. So yeah, you see like this, like um, what to a human eyes would be an impossibly stylized, gorgeous man with beautiful hair. And in his hands, he has like this um, long black thing coming up, um, like coming out of the sign, even it's so long. And from this, from the building, the signs attached to you hear this like very loud like 
beat coming and it's hot. Like you can tell even before you enter this place that it's hot in there. Hmm. I like this hot beat. It's making me move. I know that's not what you meant, but I still, I like the rhythm of it. Got a good feeling about this. And Spiderius, as a spider who, since he has eight legs, can dance in a way that other creatures can't. Oh, naturally. Yeah, and it's 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 hypnotic, but mostly to him. He hypnotizes himself with his own dance. It's like, oh, I'm really going. Yeah. So which or all of you or who is interested in checking this out? Hmm. I feel like we should send in Spiderius because he can be more stealthy about it. Absolutely. I'll just pop in, see what's going on, have the books read themselves, and pop back out here and tell you what's up, hopefully with a couple of eyeballs. Uh, and uh, this foreskin will just be for show. And he, uh, again, puts the hair. He's using it like a boa. Okay. So so you just crawl in, is that it? Like uh, in through whatever is like, the biggest opening in this place? Yeah, I think you'll try to go up and then crawl into something like a little higher up, like uh, in a window or like up through like a crack in the wall, that kind of thing. You know what you should do? This is uh, me metagaming. Uh, you should speak to other spiders that are living there and ask them what's going on. It's not a bad idea. Get the lowdown. Sure. Wait, or maybe we should save that for when we're not at a blacksmith shop and we're actually somewhere of value, like the wizard place or something like that. Because we know there's not going to be foxes or magpies in the wizard place. Either one. I, I, I say just let me just sneak in there and I'll see what's going on. All right. So you get in here um, and you see several burly human men. One of them is, I mean, we all know what this is. Yeah, he's, he's hammering away a piece of metal. Uh, it's a very long piece of metal. And uh, and the guy in the back is, is um, he's actually wrapping a piece of metal up, and he's like like with great care, like putting like this um, these like robes around it and tying it up with twine, and he seems to be like writing something um, um, on a desk. And Patterson, what are you doing during this? Circling. Okay, so you're circling over this like hot like billowing thing, and you see a guy who looks an awful lot like Senric coming down the path and heading straight for this shop. Oh, shit. Thanks for joining us on This American Dice Presents The Witch is Dead. Carl was our game master. Lee played Henry the Fox. Alex played Patterson the Magpie. And Austin played Spiderius Webster, the spider. Music for this episode included Guardians by Art of Escapism, Driftwood by Poddington Bear, and Symmetry of Sleeplessness by Dan Bowden. This is a game by Dan Howard. It's called The Witch is Dead. Check us out next week on another exciting episode of This American Dice. If you like the show, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, write it on your forehead, get a tattoo, Get a vanity plate, write it on the back of your car in that weird soap paint, write it on the front of your house in spray paint, uh, fertilize your lawn in a way that that's what we see when it grows, uh, fertilize all of your lawn really well, and then kill the parts of your lawn that would make it say This American Dice in Dead Lawn, whatever it might be. Thanks so much.